Y'all are fun. Y'all are fun. Y'all are fun. Uh, something's fun. Okay, whenever, you know, we did like a test shot of everything before, and I was like, Monica, should I tuck my shirt in? Should I do like partial tuck, you know, because like seatbelt wrinkles, should I do, you know? And she was like, well, you could do the whole tuck. That looks like, that looks a clean, that's a clean look. If you do the untuck look, you kind of look like a pirate. It's like, Arr, so here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Um, I do want to say to all the serve team, love y'all so much, though, that are going to be listening on podcasts later, watching online. Uh, also, in the room, surf team, this is why we do this. Every week, we want to take some time to kind of like be pushed forward and grow in our leadership. So, pastors, I just want to say thank you so much for making a space for us to continue to grow. Um, you know, Rachel was on a text thread this morning, and she was like, I love our Wednesdays. And I think our Wednesdays are really, really special to what God is doing in our church. You know, like it's just, there's so much fun, okay? I want to go through, uh, we're going to jump in Joshua chapter 24, okay? I've been reading through, I've been doing this macro look through the Old Testament, okay? Typically when I do this, I start in Genesis and I stop in Genesis, you know, because I don't make it. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to skip through all that. This time, let's start in Joshua and see if I can actually stick to it. So I'm just like, I'm just like speed reading basically through the Old Testament, okay? I'm now in Judges. And, you know, and when you're, you're jumping into the book of Joshua, like you're hearing all this stuff about like moving into the promised land, right? Like Moses takes the Israelites out of bondage and they've like gone through this huge journey and now they're entering into the promised land and you're like expecting, okay, I'm going to enter in some rest because this is a promised land. And it should be like, you know, it's like a land of promise. (laughs) And you read through Joshua and it's like, okay, well, it's kind of like battle after battle after battle after battle. And Joshua spends the rest of his life like conquering and conquering and taking land, taking land. And then you're like, okay, Joshua's done at the end of his life, okay? Um, You're expecting, okay, now as we move into the next book, it's going to be like rest. And it's not rest. It's more like pushing forward and striving and fighting and battles. And I was thinking about uh, about that a little bit. And I was thinking, I wonder if that's a little bit of the point. Because our rest is actually to be found in Christ. Not like in our physical body. Like I do think there are seasons of respite, you know, for sure. But I think the point of it is actually that it's supposed to be found in God, not like just in our physical body. That's not what I'm gonna really be talking about, okay? But there, so you have all these highs and lows, okay? That Joshua judges, it's like super dramatic, okay? Um, Joshua chapter 24, verse 15. Many of you know this, I'm gonna pick a segment of it, okay? Of this verse, Joshua tells all of Israel, he says, hey, I need for you to choose this day whom you will serve, whether you're going to serve these other gods or whether you're going to serve the God of our ancestors. And um, as they were going on this journey, I noticed there was a bit of this pattern of where the Israelites had to continually choose to be on the side of God and where God is calling them. Seasons of rest, seasons of struggles, highs and lows. So I have two questions for you, okay? Okay. Um, this first question has been something that has really been like stirring in my heart for the past few months. We wrote a song uh, called In the Room, and it's like this is like the tagline of it. It's like, what are you? And then it goes through all of all these different scenarios. So if there's a title for today. It would be like, what are you dot, dot, dot. So the first one is, what are you believing for? And I'm not trying to mean this like surface level. You're like, I'm believing for world peace. <laughs> I'm not meaning like... Um, I'm believing to hit green lights as I drive to work, okay? I don't know about you, but just can I let this out? I feel like every red light 
that I get to is like a green light waiting for me to stop. You get to the red light and you're like, I know once I completely stop, you're gonna turn green. I know you're gonna do this. Does that happen to you guys? So I'm literally like, you try to, can I just burn this red light? Cause it's about to turn green anyways. Anyways, I, I digress. Um, but like, what do you really believe in God for? Not like, um, you know, like casually believing God for. Like I'm trying to get to like the, maybe some of like the, the depths of your soul. Like, what are you believing God for? Maybe you're here today and you're like, actually, I'm not even believing God for anything. If you, you know, like I have some like things that I'm kind of like, but I don't, I haven't necessarily thought of it that deep. Like, what are the things that kind of keep you up at night because you're believing God for? Wow. These or these are going to be things yeah. that you're that God has put on the inside of you that I believe God has put there that you want to see happen, desire to see happen that you cannot make happen yourself. Yeah. Like, what are you believing God for? You're believing God for in a way that like it keeps you up at night. Yeah. It wakes you up early in the morning, yeah. like whenever you're driving or in times of like dead moments, like you're praying, like, hey God, I'm believing. Like, what are you believing God for? Yeah. Another way to put this, like, what are you burdened for? Or like, what is weighing on you that you're not just like looking for yourself to accomplish, but you're like looking for God to accomplish. I think we're the best and the healthiest whenever we have something that's on us that we're believing God for. Like as you're looking through the lives of Israel and through Joshua and Judges, they weren't the best when they were just like, I'm chilling. Wow. They were the best. Whenever they like had a weight of God, I'm believing for you to come through in this. So church family, those online, like what are you believing God for? What are you believing God for in your family? What are you believing God for in your business? What are you believing God for in your finances? Like what is like a burden you're believing God for and you have to like contend with God for it. I know this is August. It feels like June, you know, because like the year is going by so quick. Um, but I think one thing we're believing for God for as a church family it's for this new home and headquarters. Like, can we be like waking up early and staying up late? Like, believe, can it be a burden on all of us to think, come on, God, we're believing for you to do something miraculous. All of this, we're going to move into this building debt free. We're going to move into this building fully renovated. Like, hey, let this be something that we all carry together. If you don't have something that you're believing for individually, I think you can stand with us corporately. This is what we're believing. And it's not like, yeah, I believe for it. Like someone else is like standing for it. And you're just kind of like parenthetically in the story. No, like you're believing God for it. First one. Uh, The second one. Okay. This will be the final one because I want to honor time. Okay. Second one. What are you fighting for? What What are you fighting for? What are you fighting for? What are you fighting for? Once again, I feel like the Israelites were best when they were fighting for something. I look at my life and I feel like I've been the best when I'm actually like fighting and like contending for something. This is, this is not me saying, um, this is not me saying, what are you fighting against? Okay. I think we're best. I think we're best when we're fighting for something, not against. I think we, um, I think we represent Christ the most when we're fighting for something, not against something. I think we're the healthiest leaders when we're fighting for something, not against something. I'm not asking who are you, who are you fighting? 
I'm asking you, like, what are you fighting for? So maybe it's in your job. You're like, hey, we're growing as an organization, and we need to, like, hire and acquire some new talent in our organization. So you're fighting to recruit right now. Or maybe, like, it's in your family, and some things are going crazy in your family. I want to remind you, what are you fighting for? You're fighting for peace. You're fighting for everyone to be together. You're not, like, fighting against each other. I'm not asking who you're fighting against. I'm asking who are you fighting for? What are you fighting for? I would say as a church family, I think in this season, what we'd be fighting for is unity. Yeah. We're fighting for unity. This would be, what are you believing for? Is something only God can do? What are you fighting for? This would be something you can do. Like, you can fight for unity. You can, like, you can fight for unity in your family. We can fight for unity in our church. Like, we can fight for unity amongst our friend groups. We can fight for unity. How do you do this? I think it's, I think ways to do this is you believe the best. I can believe the best. Beautiful. I can check my heart. Yeah. Yeah. I can make sure my heart's healthy. So good, Eric. I can insert trust. Yeah. So good. I can remember that I'm not fighting against, but I'm fighting for. So good. Yeah. Yeah. So and when I'm fighting for something, not against something, not against someone, but I'm fighting for something, I realize that I'm the best. Yeah. And I think that God has called his church to be like the like, hope and salvation, not like we're the savior, but like the proclaimers of yeah. salvation to the yeah. world in our time, in our season. Yeah. Yeah. We're not like weak, we're not like anemic, but like yeah. we're empowered by the spirit. Yeah. So God, I pray for our church family. I pray for myself. I pray for everyone in the room. I pray for those who are listening to this podcast. God, I ask that we would be empowered by your spirit. God, I ask that every day we would choose you. God, I pray that we would have a burden, God, where we're like believing, God, for you to do something that like only you can do. God, you are the best at miracles. So may our lives be miraculous. God, would we put this on you? So God, I'm praying for this new home and headquarters that we're about to move into, God. God, I'm praying that we would walk into it debt-free. God, I'm asking, I'm asking that this would not just be something that is a weighing on our pastors or like on certain team members, but God, I'm praying, would this be a burden that we would all believe for you to do, God, that we would not feel like we have to accomplish it ourselves, but God, would we put all of this weight on you and would we just keep knocking at the door saying, God, do this. God, you can do this. Like, God, this is nothing to you. God, do this. But God, would we also be fighting for something? God, would we be leaders and members and team and, and, and individuals yeah. in our community that would be known for fighting for something, not against something, not against yeah. someone, but yeah. fighting for something? God, and Lord, would we be a unified church? Yeah. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Love y'all.